Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Calm energy always wins. The stressful energy never wins. If you're in an environment, you're working for somebody and they're really stressed, you're like, everyone's like, mm. don't join that. Mm. Don't join that club. Welcome to the Manzilla Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today. We are with Cece and Jack co-hosting. Thank you for being here, guys. Hello. Hi. I am extremely hungover today. It's ridiculous. Well, that makes like, two of you. Yes. Doesn't uh, <laughs> it, Cece? Uh, no, I'm completely sober. <laughs> oh, we have got a great guest on today, James Grandstrom. Woo! Thank you for coming on, James. Oh, thank you for having thank me. You I'm out. so happy to be here. No, thank you, man. Um, this show is all about meditation and disruptive thinking to make yourself more zen and relaxed and in your zone, right? Yes. So this is a good show. I think it's a good one that we can all sort of think about and adapt to because, you know, everyday life is tough. Getting out of the comfort zone is important and we need people like you to sort of help us sort of get into that space, really. Um, I need some of that advice today, <laughs> definitely. There is no doubt about that. I mean, you know, how did you get into it? How did you get started? How, oh. did, you, how did you sort of like figure out this this journey then, James? Well, like when, before I started, I, I knew nothing about meditation. It just like, just, I felt like I was guided to it, if I probably say. I started modeling probably in the year like 2000. And yeah. just, just before that time, I was like starting to read books about like energy and things like that, but nothing had really sort of yeah. come into my mind. But like when I first started modeling, I knew I needed to get healthy. I needed, I needed to get fit. I need, I knew, I needed to look really good mm. and get myself a six pack. That's what I thought I needed to do. No one was telling me that, <laughs> but I thought that's what I think I should do. That's what in all the pictures. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. That's what I better do. Otherwise, I'm not going to be a match for what you know my clients will be, prospective clients will be looking for. Mm. So I went, right, I went to the gym, I'm going to get nails, I'm going to look really good. Yeah. I'm going to do like three months really intensive. So I did this three months super like intensive, like six days a week. Wow. Wow. Um, and I got myself completely shredded. But what I realized like two or three years later, 
was that yes, you want the aesthetics to be good on the outside, but you also need to look after the inside. Yeah. So that's what I call like the inner game. Wow. So, and then, you know, I read a book and I watched a show on the Discovery Channel and then I was uh, in a shop and a guy gave me a leaflet all in meditation and it was all in the space of one week and I thought, hang on, wow. I better. Mm-hmm. This is a pattern, this is a sign, this mm-hmm. is the universe. Mm. Um, you know, this is just before I understood about the universe talking to me and being aware that I was receptive to listen to a message, you know. That's, that's, you know, that's the first part, being at, at least feeling like, hang on, you better yeah. listen to what your environment's saying to you. Oh, okay. And so that is like how, and that's when I went and did the meditation course, and then after that, that was it. So define meditation, if someone had no idea what it was. <clears throat> so it is, I'm going to just give my interpretation Perfect. of what it is because there's a, it's an ancient principle about being able to connect. Some people say that prayer is you talking to God and people say that meditation is God talking to you or yeah. energy, higher consciousness, yeah. whatever, infinite intelligence, whatever you want to say. I call it soul brushing. Soul brushing? Yeah. That's awesome. Did you make that up? I don't know. But <laughs> I think you should coin that. Either way, either way. <laughs> The reason why I call it brushing is because, like, it's a discipline to me. It's a ritual. It's a sacred ritual that I hold. And the reason why I do it is, is like, if you want your teeth to be cleaned, you brush them every day. Mm-hmm. That's without question. You just brush your teeth because you want them to be clean, you want them to be healthy, and you want them to be strong. Yeah. And you want your mouth to be fresh, hopefully. So, and it's the same with like meditation. I sit down because I, I want to be receptive. I want clarity. I want to feel good. Um, and if I sit down, I know I'm going to get myself in a receptive state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I don't do that, I know I'm not going to be. A bit yeah. like you this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my God, the, me this morning was an absolute train wreck. Oh my but, God. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. But I, I completely hear that. You know, I completely hear that because it's about. We were saying before, you know, before we, we uh, started recording uh, about um, you finding your energy, and like you know, when you have when someone's on a certain energy level. Um, they can take people with them to that energy level. And yeah. it, it almost like... It's a bit like when you've got like a, a, a good manager in yeah. a business yeah. is the, the person who holds the vision. If yeah. their vision is very mixed, not all the rest of the people are going to yeah. follow them and know mm-hmm. what they have to do. Like someone like Steve Jobs or Bill Gates have a very clear, or yeah. had a very clear vision of what they set out and intended to do. Mm-hmm. So that then they know that the people underneath, that's what you've got to do. So this is the energy that the boss holds. Right. So when you meditate or you go into a room, um, you prepared your energy so it's like at a really smooth, steady, poignant level. Yeah. And then people would just listen or you'll be there at the right time, the right place saying the right thing. This is just kind of what happens to the brain. The brain waves differ when yeah. you begin to meditate. When we're stressed or we've woken up with a hangover, our levels of brain waves start to go into beta, which is a bit faster brain wave. But when you begin to meditate more regularly, you slow them down. But it doesn't mean that you're like, hey, man. It's not like that. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like, you know. Yeah. But what it is, is it just means you start to enter the zone a lot more. And that becomes a really fun place to live from. Yeah. I'm not saying you're always going to be there. Yeah. But it's a way that you can influence it more into your life on a daily basis. So you meditate every day? Yeah. And do you ever have days where you don't? No. 
Okay. I was going to say... That's why I call it like the brushing the teeth or the soul brushing because I don't... Like, when I first started, my teacher said to me, this is a really regular guy. Yeah. He studied with a guy called Maharishi um, Yogi Mm -hmm. in... Mahesh Yogi in India, who's the guy who taught the Beatles. Okay, yeah. And he's just this regular dude from England and he said to me he goes James I'm going to teach you something and I was like oh yeah and I'm really sceptical right I was really sceptical <laughs> yeah. and I was like I can't even believe I'm at this course quite frankly but I was like willing to try anything because I was like you know things need to change and I'm listen- I'm going to be open yeah and he said I'm going to teach you something and you're going to pay me for it and it's like something I haven't feel like you have not learned anything yeah and you're going to and it could potentially change your life so dramatically that, you know, you won't want to not do it. And I was like, oh, okay, he's like promising me the world here, but he's also giving me no guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all oh, right, okay. Um, so anyway, he taught me, that, you know, I had this principle, there was a few other people there at this meditation, and, and this particular meditation is just like, it's called Transcendental Meditation. They give you a mantra uh, you never tell anyone what it is because it's sacred to you, your birth year or day or something like that. And sorry, they help you figure that out today, or they give you they, they, there's a special transcendental meditation like uh, mantra that they have specifically for male, female, right? And uh, it's and kind of done you, and based on your age, yeah, and the astrology or like all that sort of stuff. Is it? Yeah, I don't know about the astrology oh. because I wasn't really shown. The, the chart, I was just saying, right, this is the one that's specifically for you. Oh, I see. And right, never okay. tell anybody. So you, so you and know so it. And so I know, know it. Yeah. And I've kept it. And I've never told anyone. <laughs> but, the, but the person who And even people ask me, go, what is your mantra? And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I'll no. never tell anyone. <laughs> and, and someone's asked me that. My mate actually asked me this literally last week. He goes, why have you never told anyone? I was like, well, I wanted to keep a secret. You know, I wanted this to be sacred. I wanted this to be something that, that was my sort mm. of go-to thing to help me get in mm. my zone. And and I don't know the word because I don't know if there's a direct translation from it from Indian Sanskrit or whatever it is. But I've just kept it so that my mind doesn't have to think about what the word is. You know, because mm. if you have to logically think, okay, if it's like om, what does om mean? Yeah, You're like, oh, let me go and find that on the internet. So then your brain now starts starting to do the logical thing, which is find out what that means. I see. And so when you think of what it means, you go off on one, don't you, in your head. So you're like, oh, I won't do that. So this was a word I'd never heard before. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Mm. So I've just kept it sacred. I keep doing it. And it keeps working, so it works, so I keep doing it. Yeah. And you incorporate this into your meditation? Yeah, so... For this particular type of meditation, there's loads, and we, we can cover it, but for this one, it's like you get a thought, you say your mantra silently in your head, keep your back straight, like this. Oh, this is literally the deal. I was sitting on the edge of a couch, or just like that, 20 minutes with an airplane mask on, because yeah. that's what the guy did on the Discovery Channel when I was watching that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I thought, cool. hang on, that yeah. looks good. But then, from my trial and error of like trying to close the curtains yeah. and everything like that, I, f- I found, like over time, that merely wearing an airplane mask which could sell millions, by the way, now. Yeah. But, like, you know, having an aeroplane mask stopped stimulation of light, which means my thought process wasn't as active. Yeah. And I'm not saying that your thoughts turn off when you meditate. That's not true. Mm-hmm. But you can begin to quiet the mind, which is different than turning your thoughts off. Because a lot of people think, oh, meditation is stilling your mind and arming and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a place for it. But 
I'm sort of operating in the modern world. So operating in the modern world is like if I can begin to slow my thoughts down a little bit, I begin to form, feel more relaxed, which means there's a reduction in cortisol and an increase in serotonin in the brain, an increase in feel good, yeah, and increase in receptivity in the brains, as they showed on that Discovery Channel program I watch or any yeah, meta- yeah. any meditation program. If you if they show it to you, they'll show you the brain waves. They say if you to an yeah. ECG machine, and like you do that over a period of time, and your brain starts to open up in different areas these new areas of your brain starts to open up think of it the, your brain a bit like the planet right different cities light up at different times of day don't they yeah so that's kind of like what's happening in your yeah. brain when you begin to just still the mind and quieten it a little bit and it's quite beautiful yeah. but at the same time it's extremely powerful and it doesn't mean like I am powerful it just means that yeah. you start to see things differently yeah you start to uh, have a clarity of mind you start to think very clearly and you just happen to have good timing your happiness increases so if someone had no idea where to start with meditation yeah what, what would you tell them to do first the first thing I would say is get yourself sitting down in a place like if they wanted to start meditating yeah so i would just say do 10 minutes 10 minutes a day but 10 minutes of, of what how, how would you how would you start that 10 minutes okay so the first thing i would say is this is what works for me so i would only sort of encourage what works for me because i find sitting in this sort of yoga position crossing your legs quite difficult can we try like a two minute version just yeah what you're about uh, to let's do it I, let's I, reckon, do I reckon we should just try okay. it and see what happens okay because uh I feel like so, so, quite... so the key thing is, is in meditation what I've found is keeping your back straight right, right. the reason why you want to keep your back straight is because the energy passes up and down the spine yeah and yogis call it kundalini but I just call it energy and it's coming from the bottom up but that won't necessarily happen kundalini rising but what you're doing is when you keep your back straight it means that your organs are open but more importantly your heart begins to be open yeah and when that that is the most powerful part of your body the heart yeah. So when your heart becomes open and your thing is here, then what I do is just get my hands and I can either have them like up, you can do your little meditation, put your thumb on your index finger, or, like okay or you can do the okay sign. For me, sometimes Donald I just Trump find like sign. putting my hands at you just Donald find what. Donald Trump. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> That's all right. It's just, it's whatever, it's whatever you find comfortable. You know, like I sometimes just like sit like this, or I put my hands together for like, like that in a triangle. It's just the connection that you feel. Cool. So all we do <clears throat> is keep your back straight, close your eyes, and what we're going to do, this really, really simple one, is just breathe and be aware that you're breathing. Can you do that for two minutes? That's what we're going to try and do. Just breathe and be aware that you're breathing. Now, when a thought comes up, just go back to being aware that you're breathing. Breathing in through your nose and breathing out through your nose. And there's one thing I'd recommend as well. Just put the tongue on the roof of your mouth because that helps build an electrical circuit inside the body and calms everything down. Stop you talking to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it does. This is brilliant.
know, they'll be aware that there's noises in the room, but don't worry about those, just be aware that you're breathing. thought comes up, let it come up, that's not important, just, just be aware that you're breathing. It's about two minutes right there. Yeah. yeah. I feel just, I, I mean, I don't know whether How do you all just, feel? If you just go back into your normal position without having your back straight now. Yeah. Now, you're relaxing, so you're switching on the meditation with your back straight, and you're going back to your yeah. natural position, which is just sort of maybe lounging. Yeah. Now, what's the difference in just that two minutes of you Can doing? I just say, I, just, I need to do that. I... <laughs> That was brilliant. I just I feel I don't, I don't know whether this is just because we're doing it now on, on the show, but it feels I good. Feel it feels good. But I'm I'm going to be I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I've tried this many many times over the years and 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 still have not been able to find my medium between feeling like I'm falling asleep, yeah, and the thoughts of like so that throughout the whole thing, all I could think about was that music, which yeah. obviously wouldn't yeah. be there normally, but. If if I'm think I think about anything like I'm thinking about what I'm doing tomorrow, what I did earlier, what I have for breakfast, shit, what am I doing now, you know, and it and then as soon as I'm thinking about it, I then think about the thing I'm thinking about, and I can forget what I'm doing, and then I have to really concentrate to bring it back to the to the breathing. Mm. But then I feel that that's almost like stressing me out more, just trying to think about the breathing. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's just me, but like that's that's how I. And then when I when I finally do hit that point of like okay, I'm relaxing, I feel like I'm falling asleep, and then I'm like, yeah. don't fall asleep, you're meditating, stop it. Wake up, because otherwise I might fall off the couch. So that's a very analytical mind. That's your mind like being behaving like a monkey. <laughs> when you, what meditation does is it helps you begin to focus. Like when I first started meditating, my mind was all over the shop. You know, it's taken me a long time to get really focused and become yeah. very single-minded. Like Bruce Lee talks of, you know, what made Bruce Lee a very interesting figure was that he was extremely good at his martial arts, but he was also very adamant about his philosophy. His philosophy made his martial arts. And he's one of his things is make sure you have singular-minded focus. And that's essentially what meditation does. It's not something that you get straight away. It's not something that you like, oh, I've meditated now. 
I've got it. It's, it's a skill, right? It's a skill. It's yeah. something that you develop over time. You cultivate the experience. You cultivate the habit. You cultivate the ritual. Yeah. And as you do, your ability to focus just becomes greater and greater. But along with that, you, do, you, you get all these positive benefits as well. Mm. So what you're saying right there was your mind is very active and then suddenly it's thinking about this, thinking about this, thinking about this. And then at the same time, you're hoping that you're doing the meditation right. Yeah. Okay, which is basically how the mind works. But what, in the purpose of meditation is to just be aware on one point. So you're breathing. So if you're saying to your mind, I want to just focus on my breathing. Yeah. Despite all the thought activity, which is going to happen naturally anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I still get it. It's <laughs> like, it doesn't stop. It doesn't ever turn off. Um, but when you're saying, oh, I'm just going to focus on a breathing or focus on a sound or focus on maybe a, a radiator or a fan or something like that. If you're quite auditory, which you are, Jack, yeah. the first thing you think of is the music. Cece, are you more visual, auditory oh, or kinesthetic? I, well, auditory, I guess, was just the music would, for that me was, was big, in, and then the cars deal. going past. Yeah. And, and then very aware that I was in this room. Okay. What would you say? You're more visual, auditory or kinesthetic? I think I'm probably visual. You're quite visual, yeah. Yeah, the music didn't bother me. Really. Music didn't bother you because yeah. that's not your main language yeah. of, no. of things. So if you're visual... Yeah. Just, uh, I probably should explain, like, in the part in the show, we had there's like a bit of background music in the room. I don't know if people will be able to hear or not. Maybe, maybe not. But we can hear it quite yeah. easily. Yeah. So so what could you, could you see something that is actually saying you're visual? The music was, didn't, didn't even... Yeah, like, which me. is fantastic. Yeah. So this is a great, this is a great sort of... Yeah. Uh, you know how we, how we can describe it how yeah. meditation may work for someone who's more visual, visually yeah. inclined such as yourself auditory inclined like Jack um, Cece you said you were quite auditory as well but yeah. you're also quite aware of this room I, so became, I would yeah. probably say you're, you're auditory kinesthetic which means the feeling for you is a big deal which is yeah. great right. so there's a cross section of all three so if we held hands and did it, would we maybe get a better, <laughs> not, a better not, result? No, no, just if you, if you were aware, like, uh, uh, if you become aware just through this, like, even this conversation, you can think the music or the visual or the kinesthetic. So for Jack, you listening to a fan on a really dull sound, really mundane but continuous would be really good for you like white noise basically yeah that would be really would it helpful would help would it yeah oh, okay. it will help you focus on just that sound right okay for you Gav I would say looking at a candle or a spot on the wall very dull yeah would help you become more focused Sorry, can I just interrupt there? So, so, but so, closing your eyes isn't always necessary with meditation. There are walking, there are active meditations and passive meditations. An active meditation is like when you're in the zone in sports. Ah, okay, right. okay. So when I swim, I go into like a meditative state, and I don't yes, even realize what do. I'm doing. So that's... I would call that an active meditative right. state. Right. Okay. Active meditative so state. So do it more. Yeah. If you get in that zone. Do it more. Sweet. All it's right. great for your brain, and more importantly, it's great for the receptivity of the rest of your body. Yeah. Cool. Is that the same for yoga then? Same for yoga. And you love yoga because it's kinesthetic. Yeah. So it's a movement. You really, you love that movement. That makes sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. And for you, the visual. So there's, obviously you're into, you know, into media. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's natural that you're into, you're a visual person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not saying that you aren't kinesthetic and auditory as well, but visual is your primary language. Yeah. So 
so for instance, if you were to just pick a spot on the wall, yeah. it's very okay. it's very dull. Yeah. I've tried all of these, by the way, <laughs> many, okay. many times. But if you just pick, pick a spot on the wall and just look at it and have your timer with you, that can dull you out. And then it, it, the, when I'm using the word dull, what I'm trying to say is it just kind of begins to soften the thought noise okay. and makes you become more focused. And it settles all the chatter down, settles the monkey mind down. Yeah, I think the Buddhists call it the monkey mind, but yeah. it, it just settles all of that down. And when that begins to settle, you enter a, me- a more of a meditative state. How does a person know like what state they are? Like, how do you know if you're? Well, you just do that, and you, then you figure out what it what it is. That's you're not trying to fi- like this. This is the thing with meditation. This is what my teacher taught me. He goes, "I want you to meditate and don't expect any results." That's very, very tricky for us in our modern world because our modern world is do this and you'll get this. Measurable stuff. Measurable. But when you meditate, the purpose of meditation is to just begin to quiet your mind down so you enter a quieter space. And in that, this is where the old texts have said silence is golden. might not give you much information in the silence, but you'll be surprised what awareness you have afterwards when was there a point in which you sort of knew that you'd figured it out or, or you were comfortable with it, it, it to a point where you could do it every day as you said you know as a ritual but know that you're getting something out of it rather than just feeling like you're constantly you're sort of almost still learning to do it yeah. was there a point at which you found that well i definitely feel that the reason why i got i continued was before i used to drink a lot and party a lot and i was like i've got I know what every weekend's going to bring me. <laughs> and, you know, like, if you live in London or you live in the UK, you're like, well, that's all we know, really. We don't know anything different. But for me, I, I, I'm, I felt I must have been incredibly sensitive to go, man, I'm spending, like, I'll probably get a, a, day, a day's worth of clarity back again before I do it all again. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and for me, mm. that became like a living hell inside of my mind right? because I was up and down, up and down, up and down and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm happy or depressed. I don't know if I'm happy or depressed. So somewhere in between for a little bit. Really? And, um, and so the reason the meditation felt like the sign for me was like, hey, check this out. You're going to find more emotional stability here. But what I found was, was the more emotional stable I became, the happier I became. Mm-hmm. And the happier I became, the happier my body became. And what happened was... was after doing meditation for four months, I completely stopped drinking through ease. I kept out the meditation on a daily basis. What I found was I was gravitating towards new things. I mm-hmm. felt that my body was being more gravitating towards a healthier lifestyle. I felt that my, for sure my body, I wanted to eat a lighter diet, so I became vegetarian. I was already working on it, but it became so much easier to become yeah. vegetarian and vegan. Um, and it was just that was what my body was wanting. My body was wanting, saying, hey, I want, I want a plant-based diet now. And that's it. And I was like, oh, all right. And my body was like, hey, I want to be around um, a clean, healthy environment now. That is key. Yeah. And because my, my mind was becoming clearer. So my mind was becoming clearer. So it was like my body was like going, it was sending me the signals. like saying, hey, dude, this is what you want. This is what you want now. Not, now I'm not saying that's the same for everybody. But that was what was happening to me. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. To me, you're very calm and you're very, you're very calming to be around and I feel yeah. calm just talking to you. Oh, well, yeah. that's, that's, that's amazing. Thank you so much. It's lovely. And I just wonder, like 15 years ago, was it like, were you... I'd be like going, we're all going to the pub, (laughs) (laughs) which is still fun. Um, You know, it's like the Pied Piper a little bit. I'd be like, come on, we're all going out. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And then we would go out all night long. And that's fun as well. But there's a a level to the excess of that. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of wanted to see what was on the other side of the coin of that. There was just, you know, because I'd tried that side and I was thinking, hang on, it's not really... Doesn't feel so good anymore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you've also got your own podcast that you just started, yeah. haven't you, James? Um, Super James Soul. Yeah. Yeah. And what's what's the name of it? Sorry, it's the. It's Super... called the James Grandstrom Podcast, and I've, I've developed a series called the Super Soul Model Series. Super Soul Model Series. So talk to us about that. What's the background there? What What's the yeah? What's the the uh, the goal there? Well, the goal there is to you know help people um, and give a, a sense of awareness about like not only the meditation but some like some habits that you can activate like you know I was talking about the bag of tools or tricks that I use yeah. to try and get into that good feeling space again you know that's what I want to share I want to give you a few tools and a few tricks that you can access okay. at any time when you feel off right. right that's really beneficial and and I think that more than ever in this sort of time and age you know we're living in a 21st century there's a lot of information we're living in the information age you can say that again, and please. so our, our minds are getting bombarded with like I can't even remember how many millions or trillions bits of information oh, yeah. at any time but you know the 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 meditation helps you just sort of quiet the mind and, and just not eliminate chatter but just quieting down and so you become more receptive yeah mm-hmm. and that really helps with releasing stress that you know stress is the number one killer of anything because it's yeah. essentially too much information and overload and I don't know how to deal with it yeah um and so what I'm wanting to share is, you know, how we can live, you know, even if you're young or old, it doesn't really matter. The same principles apply. If you're a kid, it's a bit different because you have a different brainwave activity than you do when you're older. Yeah. If you're a kid, you're always pretty chuffed. So mm-hmm. <laughs> wicked, you know what I mean? Learn from the kids. They're the ones who got it sorted, you know? Yeah. But as we get older, we, we receive so much information and, and, and in that information, it's just like, wow, it's system overload. And that's why there's a lot of stress in our world. And what I'm wanting to do is help alleviate that or at least be a conduit and a light to alleviate that. A simple tool you could first use is if you're starting to feel a bit anxious is to start using some empowering questions. So a lot of people go, oh no, it's all going wrong. So for instance, if you're like stuck in the middle of something, I like to use the what if everything's going to work out. In the middle of something and you ask yourself, what if everything's going to work out? it actually changes 
your body chemistry. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, straight away. But you have to keep asking it until you notice your body calm down. I would never say start meditating when you're really panicky because your mind, you're too in your head. Mm-hmm. I would say get in your body. That's your heart. Get in your body. And you're like, how do I get in my body? Get outside, go for a run. What if it's dark or cold? And I don't want to do that and I'm really knackered. Get in the bath. Bath? Yeah. Get in the bath with some salts. Get in your body. A lot of people are stressed too much in the head. That's why they're stressed. They get in your body. You have three brains here. You have, you have your mind, you have your heart, and you have your gut. All three need to be working. Get this one ready, the, the head. Meditation is great. You need to clear your head because if you're too much in your body, you need to get contemplative, con, sorry, contemplative, mm-hmm. which means that you start to allow the ideas of your super soul to come through. I call it super soul. Get it mm-hmm. to come through. So you become receptive of great ideas. Clarity, your happiness raises. There's more scientific evidence to say that your gut sends more signals to the brain than any other part of your body because as you're just saying like if you get a gut feeling about excitement nervousness Mm. happy sad um scared whatever it all comes from the gut you know when someone says trust your gut it's actually a genuine Mm. scientific feeling so yeah absolutely and when i used to party i used to get this feeling in my gut like saying hang on mate no way no way i'd have butterflies which were like the fear the fear so if anyone's ever had that, who's yes. listening in on this podcast, that's because your gut is telling you this ain't right for you. My and lord! And if you aren't listening to your body, it me and you ignore it, your body will eventually close down those signals until you decide to open up again. And that is what has happened to me, and that is why meditation has been such a blessing. Gavin, did you have a fear last night or this morning <laughs> this at morning. any stage? To be honest, right? I just, I just, uh, oh God, yeah, I, I yeah. I had this, like, I was, I, was talking, I was chatting with people last night and we were chatting about life and stuff and I, I just, I had this sort of thing to thinking to myself, like, I should be doing things differently in life right now. I couldn't like, pinpoint exactly what it was. I think it's the whole relationship factor thing. I'm, I just feel like, I feel like I should be in a relationship, but I'm not. Okay. And I feel like it's one of those things where I've, I woke up quite stressed about it this morning. Okay. And really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just felt like... Like, like I should be with someone. Well, what uh, thanks for opening up, mate. Because that's like yeah. you've opened your that's heart the only, to us. Only, mate, that's the only you thing know. I fear. I, I'm like I was an absolute mess this morning. I'll be honest. Like, I was yeah. completely hungover. Uh, had absolutely loads to drink last night, but I wasn't bothered by that because I can run that off now. I can yeah. run that off now. I can run. I can, you know, I can deal with that. But it's the other little things like trying to accelerate other things in your life that you're not in control of. Yeah. And you can't control those things. But I just have, I just need to keep telling myself that I think. But, well, I've got. I've got a tool you could use right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that I know all the answers. This is not true. But this is just a couple of tools that you can use that make you settle down. Yeah. And when you settle down in your body, you become access all the signals. And when you right. and that was my main thing. Listen to your body. Listen yeah. to your body. But I didn't know how to listen to my body. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I felt yeah. lucky enough. I had the awareness of those three signs in the one week. You know. But I'm sure there are a lot of people who who are listening in who like at least could see that. You know. Yeah. You know, I was coming from a place of nothing. But for you, 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 you're thinking, oh, I wish I were somewhere that I'm not. Or, I yeah. wish I was somewhere that I'm not. Yeah. And, and what that brings on is a little bit more tension in the body. Mm. When you meditate, you release tension. Yeah. And then you become more open. But mm. when you ask yourself debilitating questions or give yourself uh, disempowering statements to yourself, mm. 
this is where all the positive thinking becomes quite interesting, but I'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah. It closes and creates more resistance on the body because your body holds all the emotions. Yeah. So if you relax your emotions, the body opens up. And that's usually when you meet someone. It's very easy. It's relaxed yeah. because you're open. Yeah. It's not like I'm trying to be someone I'm not. It's almost like you're, you're just com- open. You're comfortable with yourself almost. Boom, and you can mate. You Jack, can... you've got this. It's so interesting, actually. Yeah. Yesterday... I went for an audition and the audition was to stare into the other person's eyes for three minutes. Bloody hell. Jesus, really? No, no, absolutely. And the the director was talking to you and telling you the emotions that you had to sort of show, but in your visually. Oh my God, that's amazing. um, But you couldn't couldn't lose eye contact. And there was like, you know, it it started to rain. You had to sort of like react to that, but still keep eye contact. And then there was like a moment of... Um, scared and then there was a moment of happiness and there was a moment of like mystery anyway it was really really we did it like two or three times and it was really hard because you so often not look into somebody's eyes directly and you essentially stare into their soul but if wow, you're comfortable yeah. with who you are and you almost got nothing to hide yeah. right then as you just said to Gavin if you are in that state of mind where you could literally walk up to someone who you think is lovely and nice and whatever and and look them in the eye and know that you're not hiding anything by staring them in the eye no. they could then come and they could almost feel comfortable like what Cece said with, with you feeling comfortable and calm around you because you've, you've got this aura of energy that is just coming out of you in a way yeah. that you can't see or, or feel or touch but it's just it's there it's, it is there it really really is there and I think we all know that because you know you, you walk into a room and you're like hang on this feels fun or hang on this doesn't feel right you know that vibe um, but yeah, it's exactly like that. And when you stare into someone's eyes, you, you'll know, you know, I, I know you and I look in your eyes, I feel very comfortable and as do you, and I can look into your, both of your eyes and you know, it's just very easy. Yeah. And when you're yourself and you're not trying to be anybody else and you're just open and relaxed, you don't try, you're yeah. funny. How do you deal with awkwardness then? Like when you come across, we all come across awkward people, don't we? I, but I, I, I actually find it really funny. <laughs> I, but what I is all really bad, doesn't it? I what find is it really awkwardness funny. to you? What is awkwardness to you? If they kind of have, I don't know, if they're just, if you can tell they're not being straight with you. Okay. Or if they just are a little bit, maybe. But, like nervous energy. Yeah, ner- maybe nervous energy, yeah. Nervous but, energy, arrogance as well. But is that your, and, is that your insecurities or is it theirs? I think it's theirs. I think well, like, absolutely. Honestly, so, yeah, then, yeah. so then why are you making that your problem if you feel awkward around someone? Yeah, it's a good question, yeah. Very um, enlightening, Jack. But then isn't mm. that like, if you're open, then, so for me, for instance, I'm very, mm. very open to everything, which means I can get hurt easily because I'm mm. very receptive to that. You are So open. if yeah. someone's very nervous around me, I take that on and I'm like, yeah. okay, like you're all right. And yeah, I immediately yeah, feel yeah. like I have to sort of help them or do yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you're taking on their maybe, yeah. nervous energy or whatever it is that's going on yeah. and that's affecting you. Yeah. Does that make it, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Yeah. But what you'll find is, is that the more that you start cultivating this sort of, I want to call it like harmonious energy within yourself. The less you are sort of concerned about, you are concerned about other people because you. It's clear to me, Cece, you've got a level of compassion that's very high. Yeah. Not everybody necessarily has that. That's why you take that on. Mm. Yeah. I would definitely feel at some point I used to do that too. But what I found was is that when you cultivate this sort of more relaxed, harmonious energy with yourself by calming everything down a bit, what happens is that you you stop letting their projection on you. Right. 
Right. And that projection becomes theirs and you become the boss. Remember we were talking about earlier? You become the Bill Gates, you become the manager. Right, right. And remember, right. the calm energy always wins. The stressful energy never wins, unless you let I've it. Before, a few times. So it's, yeah. it's quite interesting because we think that we need to, if you're in a, an environment, you're working for somebody and they're really stressed, you're like, everyone's like, mm. don't join that. Mm. Don't join that club. Because you're just going to join in and it's no fun because it will create the magnet. But if you're the person who decides that I'm going to be calm no matter what, I'm going to be cool no matter what, I don't mean like cool, like yeah, 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 yeah. I mean calm, I mean harmonious. I'm going to look for an opt, I'm going to look for some sort of optimistic outlook in this event. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look for something working out. I might not yeah. see it right now, but I'm going to look for it. I'm going to keep fixated on that. That's my one vision right wow. now. Usually the most intensely stressed people trying to do really intense activities like boxing, kickboxing, because that's the level of cortisol they, they're used to running inside their body. But if you want to find that level of harmony that I've been talking about, you're probably best doing something a little bit more passive like yoga. Uh, but you don't normally find like high corporate managers and CEOs doing yoga. I'm not saying that they don't, there aren't. But mm. if you're in a high-impact corporate environment, you're going to be wanting, yes, let's do this. Mm. We want to make loads of money. We've got to do this. We've got, we've got to make like four million today by you know this certain time, and then this is our bra- bracket. So that's the level of cortisol you've got running through your brain. So you're wanting to get, if you are wanting to get in your body, it's probably going to be boxing, tie boxing, sure. something strong. Yeah. But I would also say if you can put a bit of time in there, if some if uh, if someone's listening to this and they're inspired, I would definitely say try the meditation as well because you need the active and the passive, which is what we're talking about. Your swimming's the active meditation, but if you can get the passive meditation too, you need both. You have both hemispheres of the brain. You have the left brain, which is the logical. You have the right brain, which is the creative. Yeah. And you need them both working simultaneously. And if we have people like that walking around who are whole brained, oh my golly, we're in for some good times. Really, uh-huh. yeah, we're in some good times because you've got more people in the zone. Yeah. What we want is more people in the zone. There's more fun to be had when there are more people in the zone. You ever seen a, a team, an athletic team, all clicked in together, like all spokes on the wheel, and that wheel is greater than each spoke. They're all in harmony, working in harmony with each other. That stuff's inspiring. We watch it and we're in awe. Mm. But that's what we like when we're in the zone. This is a perfect point to end the show. Thank you so much, James. Pleasure. Thank you, Cece. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. As always, um, can people find you on social as well? Personally? Yeah, you can find me social, James Grandstrom on Insta, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. yeah, find me. And if you've got any questions, please write in. I'll be very happy to answer any yeah. questions you have. Brilliant. You know, the more people that you know, we can help the better and, you know, better you feel, the better life is. And I also really? feel like it's a good uh, podcast to ask everybody what they feel like they've learned from this. Yes. Yeah. Cece, what do you think you've learned from this podcast? So, you said something um, earlier. What was I was actually thinking about it when you were talking. I was thinking I want to take that away. Come back to me. Okay, Gavin, it what was... do you think you've learned from this? Oh, uh, I remember now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Move over. Um, wait, you said about um, your, like your life of not life before, but 15 years ago when you were in a yeah. space where you were having one day a week of clarity. Like that to me, it, I'm that's the kind of, not, not as bad, like maybe three days of clarity, but that's not enough for, for me in my yeah. week. Three days is, is ridiculous. I need to be functioning seven days of my week. Yeah. And that is, just hearing that is like, uh, it just feel it's, it's really resonated with me okay. because like there's little habits I'm making I'm going on there as well but anyway the little habits and changes I'm making and the clarity is definitely there getting there okay. so to hear you say that 
it's just a reminder of a boost that I'm on the right track. You're on the right track, boom. So yeah, you are. thank you for sharing uh, that. Absolute no, delight. No, I like that as well. I think that's really, really powerful. My one, Jack, uh, was probably um, the, the thing you said about mind, body and gut being connected. Yeah. And like kind of if one isn't right, then the rest won't be in sync. That kind of thing. What, I've, what I learned, I think, was the, the, the difference between the active and the passive types of meditation um i think i've been meditating really for years i mean i've swim, been swimming since i can remember and i've always found it a very enjoyable form of exercise because i don't have to think about it i don't yeah. get stressed doing it i do it when i'm actually stressed and it makes me feel amazing um however i'm very conscious about trying to meditate and my brain as as we saw heard before is all over the shop and so for me to to, to, to silence that monkey is really really challenging sometimes so i think that the exercises that you taught us today has, has definitely helped me process and compartmentalize. Big word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, my feelings towards passive meditation, and, and hopefully I will, will, will practice that and be able to sort of work on that going forward. Good brilliant stuff. stuff. Yeah, brilliant. So also, guys, we'd love you to subscribe to Manzilla. Uh, go on Apple or every, I always say go to Apple, but go everywhere. And just type in Manzilla. Yeah, we're on Spotify, yeah. Acast, yeah. Stitcher, yeah. Uh, YouTube, yeah. get us on Facebook, Instagram, yeah. all the places. All the, all Basically, the... anyway, you can be social outside of speaking to someone as a human, yeah. we're probably there. <laughs> <laughs> when you type it in, in Google now, it does rank, so, so that's good. That's it does rank. Really? It ranks. Yeah, yeah. Cha-ching. Well, also, I'll tell you what else also ranks. There's a type of wine called man- Manzanilla, I think. Right, so can we get them as a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a, it's, it's a, yeah, it's like a Rioja or like a Merlot. It's a type of, type of wine, I believe. CC's eyes are going to be in one second. Whenever anyone wants a, a glass of Manzanilla, they can make this <laughs> podcast. I love well. it. There we go. Thanks for, thanks for listening, guys. This has been the Manzilla Podcast. Have a great